0: The Fantasy Six Pack Hour with your hosts, Joe Bob. Ah,
1: you're awful, and AJ Appleton. is Shinshu Chew. It's, it's a mouthful.
2: All right, welcome back to the Fantasy 6 Pack hour. My name's Joe Bond, content manager of, fan- of so-called Fantasy Experts and founder of fantasy6pack.net. My co-host tonight's running a little late. I think he's got caught up at work, so uh, we'll have to move on without him. But uh so I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, I know I know I did lots of traveling to see friends and family and eating good food, and you know that's kind of what it's all about, right so just enjoying life and, and friends and family and you know watching the football unfortunately my my redskin's lost so that's that's very unfortunate and um but you know life moves on anyway oh here's a j so let's cue him in what's going on man hey what's up? Not too much, man. How was uh how was your Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, it was it was pretty good, I guess, for the most part. The uh the little baby had a double ear infection that we found out on Wednesday. Oh, that's so right. that I forgot was awesome. That. What's that?
2: I said hey, right. I have to try to about that. You said that last week.
1: Yeah, so um but no, she's doing she's doing better. Um and uh overall, the holiday was was good fun time spent with family and friends and whatnot so yep can't complain too much about that
2: absolutely man so anyway, um speaking of Man, I, I just turned on a website and the, I hate these auto-load videos. It's so awful. It's like blasting my ear with these headphones on. So I get a little rattled and that happens. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what I wanted yeah, to they're talk the worst. about tonight... <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. What I wanted to get into tonight was the fact that fantasy playoffs for, I'd say, most leagues are starting next week. So it's a... Pretty important time. A lot of teams are fighting for those, you know, last couple playoff spots in, in leagues. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, you've got the playoff spot locked up, but it doesn't mean you can go to sleep. You know, now's the time when you need to start thinking ahead and realizing that the playoffs are kind of a different game. You know, you're not worried anymore about keeping these—I don't know—these these high upside guys that are just gonna, you know, they're gonna sit on your bench, but they probably aren't going to really ever start and the only reason why they would start is if somebody on your team gets hurt but most likely if somebody gets hurt on your team like a running back specifically you'd rather have that team's handcuff that running back's handcuff and you know that's that's something that I think a lot of owners don't do heading into playoffs is grabbing your your running backs handcuffs, if they're even available. I know a lot of a lot of teams you can't grab the handcuffs because somebody probably own them. Owns them. Like, you know, you're not going to be able to get a, a Coleman, a Tevin Coleman, if you have Devonta Freeman. Like that guy's owned. You know, a lot a lot of your handcuffs are owned. But a couple that come to mind right away, like for you, for example, AJ. Not that I'm trying to help you in our league, but you should probably go snag Andre Ellington. You know, if David Johnson ever goes down, Andre Ellington's gold. Um, you know, so, you know, you get rid of these guys on your bench who aren't going to ever get used. And other teams probably aren't going to really use them either, especially in the playoffs. Um, you know, the most likely the guys you drop aren't starter worthy on a lot of other teams either in the playoffs. So you, you grab the handcuffs and you make sure you've got, all your bases covered. Um, I'm trying to think of some other like good handcuffs, you know, maybe like a, maybe like a Paul Perkins um, for, for the giants is, is another good one. Um, I don't know, like a Damian Williams. If you got Jay Ajayi, uh, maybe, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head, like a Hunt, maybe if you got Lamar Miller, you know, these types of guys are the, These are the types of guys that you need to grab if you've got these like stud running backs that are clearly just carrying your team. You know, like a Mike Gillislee if you've got McCoy, because McCoy is always kind of banged up, so you never know if he's just gonna randomly miss a game. It seems to happen every once in a while with him. So. I don't know, can you think of any other handcuffs that I'm not thinking of right now? I mean, there's a ton of them. Um, there,
1: but... I mean, I guess you could say high power, but I, I know we've been talking about him the past few weeks. He's most likely grabbed.
2: probably owned in a lot of leagues. Yeah. Although although I've it got is him in-
1: possible he's been dropped because of today's waivers, it being the last week, and if you don't own Ingram – and, and you're sitting on Hightower. Ingram's been great the past couple of weeks. He's he's on a mission. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean
2: exactly. Like I own Hightower in I think our league. Oh no no no. I own Hightower in, in my like my home league. But yeah. you know I'm sitting here like he's never gonna start for me because you can't you can't start him. He only touches the ball like six times. And honestly, like last week. He had an awesome leak last week, but it was all that fluky trick play. You can't, you can't rely on that kind of stuff. That's just, that's just not something you can expect to happen every week. So, you
1: know. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta be smart with the pickups too. I mean, you mentioned Paul Perkins. I mean, I'm a Rashad Jennings owner, and and I don't even want to start Rashad Jennings. So. I, I'm not gonna go out of my way to get Paul Perkins because I'm not starting Rashad Jennings most likely. I mean he had that one great week. I played him the following week and he's been kind of you know, he's been Rashad Jennings since then. He he hadn't become that Rashad Jennings towards the end of last year that that I think me and a lot of the other people that were hyping him and, you know, were excited about him coming into this year uh, we're thinking he would be much. so, I, yeah. you know, and, and I think I heard something on, uh, on fantasy alarm earlier today, they were talking about Shane Marine. I don't know if he's coming back from injury or awesome he's
2: practicing something again, and it's possible okay. he could return, but it's not going to be. They were basically doubtful.
1: Like, it's going to no, be this. week. No,
2: don't, don't do it. Stop. You know? I wouldn't either. And, no,
1: and no, absolutely. And, and I agree. I agree with that a hundred percent. Um, wow. You know Kenneth Dixon's a good guy to look at. You mentioned he's Gilles likely in both
2: leagues too, though, because he's. You know we mentioned yeah. him a few weeks ago. You got to pick him up because he was he was already starting to get, you know, a lot of work, as soon mm-hmm. as he got involved in that offense. Uh, not that the offense is great, but he. I wouldn't be surprised if if he just takes over. I mean, I think he had more touches than than Terrence West last week. So yeah. it's already happening. I mean the, that, that that's is. one of the situations where you kinda like with Jennings, like, you don't really want to start either guy. So unless unless one of them goes down, then the other one becomes valuable. But well, while they're yeah, both I mean, healthy, like you're, neither one of them are good.
1: You're looking at guys like, you know, Ty Montgomery, who who was really hot and a huge pickup weeks ago Hasn't really done much since. You got James Starks back. You got Christine Michael there now, who really did absolutely nothing on Monday
0: night. One carry. So
1: whether or not they're going to start making him more. That's my problem with Green Bay, is that there's so many mouths to feed. And, you know, aside from, and I don't even think I would call Lacey a standout at this point, because he really hasn't been. You know, uh, he, he's always had issues. He's never lived
0: he up is, to the
2: type. He was at um, least useful in fantasy, he unlike, was useful, everybody, yeah. uh, unlike but, everybody else on that team that has gotten backfield touches, it seems like. I mean, Ty that's, Montgomery that's had, it. like, what, like, one week?
1: so many people, so many people on that team. Jordy Nelson, I would say, stand out. But he, he's been slowed this year because of – I don't think it's because of the injury. I think, I think he's healthy. I just think there's been so many other opportunities for everybody else to step up. And every week it's somebody new. I mean, Monday was, was the Devonte Adams show. I mean, he had an awesome game. Um, you know, Jordy still had a good game. Even Randall Cobb had a, a, a pretty good game, but you know, neither of those two got touchdowns, I believe. So.
2: Yeah, no, it was all, the, it was all Adams and yeah. you know, you're saying, and so there, there's a, a lot minute, like you, of different. You say, you say, you say Nelson. You know, you don't think he's injured. I don't think he's necessarily injured. I just think the injuries that he's had have now piled up on him, and he is yeah. a step slower. Like he's not the same Jordy from two years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. If you if you watch the Packers play, he's not getting separation on those deep routes like he used to. He's a you know, 10, 15 yard downfield guy and a red zone guy. And the red zone is what's saving his season. If he was not a red zone target for Aaron Rodgers, he would be doing awful this year
0: because yeah. he's
2: not getting the yardage, he's getting touchdowns, and that's what's saving his season. So, and, and that is why, I think, was it you? Well, you were trying I to mean, trade him to me? I kind of balked at it. I was like, eh, I don't really want yeah, Jordy. I like, I had actually it, yeah. traded Jordy away in one of my leagues after he had, like, two bad weeks in a row, thinking to myself, like, all right, here we go. Seems to figure it out. Like, cover him in the end zone, and you're good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he, <laughs> ha- he hasn't done well because he scores, and that's kind of it. He's, only, he's had
1: three games where he doesn't have a touchdown. But, exactly. I mean, even even in those games where he's had a touchdown, he's only had two games over 100 yards. He's had three exactly. games in the 90s, which yeah. is nice. But, you know, one of them being last Monday, um, the other two were back-to-back in weeks eight and nine. Um, but he, he got a touchdown in both of those weeks. I mean, overall, he's he's been very valuable because of the red zone. And, like exactly. you said, and and, and – I'm okay with that. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna get me this many points, uh, you know, in, in and you're even if you're not getting a touchdown, he had eight catches and ninety-one yards, seventeen point one points and a full point PPR. Thank you. I'll take that all day.
2: Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, you're not complaining about it. That's for damn sure. But I'm just no, I'm just stating out the all. fact that you know. I don't think he's injured. I think he's actually just kind of lost his stuff, but he's still a good route runner, and he knows how to work with Aaron Rodgers. You know, when Aaron Rodgers gets out of the pocket, he knows where to go. He knows where Aaron Rodgers is looking, and Aaron Rodgers looks his way in the red zone, and that's what matters. So that's what's saving his season right now. Um, but yeah, actually, so, uh, just I want to get back to the the handcuff thing here. So I actually thought of yeah. a couple, probably really big ones, probably right up there with getting Andre Ellington, Alfred Morris. You have to get Alfred, this guy. If you are Alfred an, Morris is an, solid. If you are getting. If you are an Ezekiel Elliott owner, you have to pick up Alfred Morris. Because if Zeke goes down, you're toast if you don't have Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris has proved that when he gets carries, he can do well in this backfield. Anybody can, as we've seen. I mean, come on. So you got to get it done. And then somebody who doesn't even play, doesn't. Isn't even healthy. Not he's not that he's injured, but he's he's always a healthy scratch. But Cameron Artist Payne, if you're a Jonathan Stewart owner, I think you gotta go get Cap, because uh,
1: or Fozzy Whitaker of, though. I mean that's that's it's,
2: we've we've seen though in the past that when Stewart goes down, it's Cameron Artist pain that gets activated every week and gets put in his place. The reason why Cameron Artist Payne doesn't, doesn't get activated is because they have, like, four running backs, and he doesn't play special yeah. teams. So they can't carry all four. And if you're not going to play yeah. special teams, then you're not going to play. So they just don't use him. Um, so, you know, that's just another couple of big ones that, that I think. Uh, well, that another one
1: I don't think you've mentioned yet that maybe did, but D'Angelo Williams. D'Angelo Williams I mean, is going to
2: hurt right now, actually.
1: He is, is but
2: is he coming if, back?
1: if Bell goes down, you know what? What are you? Where are you going to go?
2: So it, it would have to be I, Tucson because yeah, because
1: well, he's he's been getting the playing time.
2: Yeah, but of the, the injury.
1: When is he coming back? That's what I'm saying. Tucson's been getting the playing time
0: yeah, because um, Dee
1: is hurt. But if if Williams does come back, which
2: at this point, trying um, to find his thing here. Um, um, no, my name is Bats Batsenko. it's breaking up, so he's done something. Possibly he's got a knee injury. So I guess they're saying he's close. So yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know how long he was supposed to be out. I mean, he had a meniscus trim. I don't really know what that means. Whatever. I was going to say whatever the
1: hell that means. All right.
2: So you know they're saying maybe next week. Um, think mean, as soon as this week, maybe more, more next week. So yeah, I mean, Williams wouldn't be a good, bad grab, you know, if, if you're really just hoping for him to come back in the playoffs, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you own bell, then we've seen it before bell goes down pretty quickly. So yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. And Williams is Williams is a top five running back when, when bell is out. So yeah, I mean, absolutely just, you know, the point is, go get your handcuffs, people. If you own these studs and there is a clear handcuff who you know can get the job done and is gonna get like all the carries, then go get him. You know, you don't you don't go get, you know, you don't go get the Eagles handcuff because we've seen it not work. Already. No, it's, you know, small wounds no, are not and gonna work. That's Arlo what I was not gonna, gonna, gonna get work. at. You know, I you mean, don't go get these guys where this is not happening. Um, betting Cunningham, who cares? It's not going to happen if Gurley goes down because it's not happening with Gurley, you know.
1: Well, exactly. I mean, you've already, you've already got teams that had kind of the two-headed monster running back by committee, whatever you want to call it. You know, Cleveland with Crowell and, and Duke Johnson Jr. You know, both of those guys get playing time. If one goes down, then the other one who's already probably owned is going to be getting the touches. Um, you know, Denver, you got Devontae Booker, Capri Bibbs, you know, is, is Bibbs going to be that great? I mean, I I don't know. And it's guys like that who, who to me aren't really unproven. Like another one would be Theo Biddick and Dwayne Washington. Um, you know maybe washington would be flex worthy but i i don't think i don't think i'm i'm starting him in my flex over a more consistent receiver that i would have on the bench so i mean there there are guys that you absolutely want to get but there's plenty of guys you want to stay away from like to me i'd rather have you know another option at receiver than getting some handcuff that isn't going to be worth anything and probably still won't start.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, obviously you gotta, you gotta look at your team. You know, if you've got a bunch of, I mean, if you've got a bunch, if you've got like three or four running back ones on your team, then maybe you don't have to do it. But I think in most cases you want these backups because the other thing that could happen, and this would be the worst thing, is if your stud went down, and then the team you're facing in the playoffs goes out and gets, you know, go goes and gets, you know, an Alfred Morris if Zeke goes down, then it's like you lost your stud and you lost the handcuff who's going to be close to a stud too. That sucks. Yeah. So don't, don't just just don't let it happen. Drop your dead weight on your team. Drop your. I wish this guy was good type of thing. Just drop him, you know, and, and move on. Another, yeah, another, uh, another uh, tip that I want to give everybody here is if you, if you've got the space and it's sometimes hard to do plan ahead for your defenses, you know, don't, don't sit here and own, The Cardinals defense, just because they're a good defense, don't get me wrong, but they've got some tough matchups coming up. You know, don't just sit here and hold on to your good defense during the playoffs because they're a good defense. You need the big points in the playoffs to win. So you have, like, I do it every time I'm in the playoffs, it seems like. I stream defenses, and I try and grab... If I have the luxury of doing so, some of my teams aren't so good, so I kind of need the other spots for it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it this year. But go out and grab a defense for week 14, week 15, week 16. Stash these defenses. Ideally, grab one that's going to play two, that's going to have two great defensive matchups. You know, I'm looking at anybody playing the Browns, you know, Cincinnati, Buffalo, San Diego. It's three pretty decent defenses. Uh, Buffalo's suspect a little more than the other two, but very usable in the right situation. And the Browns are absolutely the right situation. We've seen it all year long. Uh, the Miami against the Jets in week 15, the Jets are turnover prone like crazy. Uh, they played well against New England, but I'll take my chances. And then week sixteen was a little rough. Like I couldn't find a really good defense that wasn't that wasn't highly owned already. You know, I was looking at like forty percent and below and forty percent might even be kinda high. So but I was really kinda having to stretch a little bit. But I found that I found the Tennessee against the Jaguars. Uh, and so, you know, week sixteen, Borals like to throw some interceptions. The Jaguars can score some points, and they probably will against Tennessee. But at that point, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take the sacks and the turnovers, and just hope that maybe one of them gets returned for a touchdown or something. You know, that's that's kind of what you have to hope for in the playoffs with your defense. You know, you're you're going for the home run ball with your defense. That's what I say. Because if you play it safe, you're gonna get you're gonna get safe points most likely, and you're gonna get six seven points out of your defense, which is okay. But if you can get 15, 16 points out of your defense, you're sitting pretty. So I always say stash some stash defenses if you can.
1: Yeah, I I mean, it's tough to do because we're, we're telling you go out and get all these running back handcuffs. Now go out and get all these defenses and this is, this is going to be your team going into it. You still need to have guys that are startable and fill out your roster. So it's not like you can really stockpile three defenses, unless you have an endless bench. But I would hope no. that most leagues you don't. And I, I mean, I, mean, you know, I think
2: most teams – I mean, think think of the guys that we start. you know, we, we talked about for handcuffing. You know, we talked about basically top five, top ten running backs. How many teams have multiple of those players? All, really. exactly. So you're looking at maybe one, at most, two running back handcuffs. And then yeah. – you've probably got a defense for this week that you might be solid on next week. You know, and think the defense you have might have good matchups during the playoffs. So you might be sitting pretty, but if you don't,
0: well,
2: don't be, and that's what don't I'm be at. afraid to stash a defense. If yeah. the ones you have, you know, are playing in bad situations. Um, you know, I don't want to face teams like new England. I don't want to face teams like, um, you know, Oakland, I don't want to face, I don't want to face these top offenses, Atlanta's, you know, these offenses that are just scoring points at will. They don't turn the ball over very much. You know, you're not getting anything from them. Yeah. You're not getting anything from them when you play your defense. I dropped the Cardinals last week and picked up the Titans because I didn't want to face Atlanta with the, Cardinals. And they're playing the Redskins this week. I didn't pick them back up. I was like, see you later. I, know. You know, see, I think they've got another tough fun. game next. I think they've got another tough game next week. I can't think of who it is right now, but it's just like, it wasn't worth it. So... And that's why
1: know. I mean, I, I like I like the position I'm in, in in my league and I believe in our league. I'm trying to scan down. Yeah, I've got the Patriots in both leagues. And I'm trying to convince my other two managers on on the other league that this is where we need to go. You've got L.A. this week, who's...
2: L.A., Baltimore, Denver, Jets. Yeah,
1: that's nice. Yeah. I mean, hello. That's very nice. that's, and, and coming off of a Jets game that they already got, you know, at a decent amount. And they gave yeah. up 17 points, which isn't, you know, horrible. Um, but all they really had was two fumble recoveries. The Patriots' yeah. defense, overall, has done... Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. they they really haven't been a great defense throughout this year, but based on those matchups, I like where they are. And three of the four games are home games.
2: Yeah, so, absolutely. man.
0: that's, that's know, a great thought. I mean, they're a good one. Yeah. Denver they're is the highly only game owned, that's, that's I'm
2: actually kind of surprised that they're available in your league.
0: Because they're highly owned. Well, they so that's were. why I didn't. I
2: picked. That's why I picked them up both weeks last week. Yeah. So. so um, you know, that's what I'm. And look, at. the
0: way the way
2: I see the way I see defenses, I don't chase points scored. I chase no. sacks. I chase turnovers. You know, and that kind of stuff. I don't chase touchdowns. You know, like the year the Eagles went absolutely bonkers. What was it two years ago? Uh, and had uh, like, the yeah. best defense of the ye- well, in the in no. the in fantasy. It, it might have been last year. Was it last year? I don't know. But they scored so many I touchdowns. Think, yeah. I was like, this is fluky. Like, I didn't Whoa. think it would keep up. And it just did. It just kept happening. And you're like, what is going on? Uh, their yeah. defense was actually not good. It just, they just kept, like, returning kicks and randomly getting fumble recoveries for touchdowns. And you're like, this is nonsense. They're allowing, like, 30 points a game, but they're just getting touchdowns. So it's working. But that's my point. Yeah. You don't chase points. On average, every team's going to score, like, 20 points a game against you so the points the points against points that you get for fantasy gets all wiped out it doesn't matter you need the you need like the extra stats you need the sacks you need the turnovers you need stuff like that and then you're you're hoping a touchdowns are just a bonus at that point so you know look at your league i named a few you know you know, AJ sit here, you know, you name the Patriots. You know, if a team like the Patriots well, is out there, like, yeah, go for it. You know, I'm just naming teams old. that are out you know, that are out there in the more in the higher percentage of leagues.
0: I'll it tell you who you that.
1: don't want is Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. They've got San Diego this week at San Diego. And then their playoff weeks are bookended with New Orleans New around, Orleans, yeah, no uh, oh, you, you know Dallas. Dallas. So yeah, no, thank you. It yeah, no, I'm Tampa, I'm, good. But whatever. I'm good there. I mean, and they're, yeah. four, they're fourth overall. Well, in, in this league, I'm looking. I think this is our league. They're fourth in sacks as far as teams that are
2: available. Um, Jesus has been playing better the last like three weeks. So, they have so whatever it's worth, they have been playing better. But no, it's thank you. I'm not going to play it. New Orleans twice.
1: No, but I mean, you, you got the Redskins out there, and they're not highly owned um, at all. I mean, they Dude. they give up points, which is, is a problem, but they've got at Arizona this week, okay, then at Philly, which in Philly I'd say is tougher. You know, you got Carolina week 15. That's not going to be great, but it's at least at home. And then they are at Chicago, so they have three road games out of the four, which which is kind of.
0: But
2: none of the uh, offenses, except maybe Carolina, maybe Carolina. Carolina. You know, Arizona.
1: Cutler's not there, and hell, they'd be happy to have him come back and probably you know get a couple picks and seven or eight sacks on him. So, um, you know, that's one I I would I would say is, is worth looking at. Um, I mean, the Chargers rack up a lot of interceptions. They they got a deep. They've been playing better. Backs. I do
2: like them, and I said them. I, I said, you know, they obviously they play yeah. the they play the Browns. So
0: yeah, week so they, the they're one
2: that you can you can snatch up. I've used the Chargers a couple times this year in in various leagues. So they're very they're very capable defense that you can use, but yeah. I mean that that's kind of. Two bigger tips that I have for playoffs um, I don't know if you want to throw in an extra tip that you have, but I mean it's those no, are kind of I two mean, big I, ones that I think people don't really think about,
1: yeah, I mean really just when when you're looking at at things and, and like you said earlier, just look ahead. I mean I've been looking ahead for three or four weeks because I was that confident in my team making the playoffs. Um, and and with the players I already had, but I'm trying to find guys, you know, that are having great matchups in the playoffs. And, and, yeah, yeah, maybe I have, and I don't think this is, you know, at all a thing, but I have Drew Brees in one of my leagues. Yeah, he's been awesome, and you're most likely not going to play somebody else over Drew Brees, but if he's had a bad matchup and somebody else has him, Blatantly obvious matchup like a you know like a Kaepernick or, or uh, Rivers or somebody that's been decent but not breeze like you know that's a tough decision you got to make. So when it comes to playoffs, anything is is possible. And you know a lot of times you want to rely on your studs and just hope that they're gonna get it for you because that's that's who got you there. But yeah.
0: Sometimes I will. I will look say this, A little bit beyond point.
1: that,
2: and not
1: be afraid to bench them.
2: I will say this in the playoffs, and this is also to you because you do this. Don't get cute in the playoffs. You know, yep. don't don't get cute. Use your, Don't overthink it. Don't go. Oh, it's on the line. I got to go for big. Use the guys that got you there. Use the guys that got you there. Don't get cute. It will burn you more times than it, than not. So I've had it happen to me. I've seen it happen to plenty of other people. They get cute and they get burned. Don't do it. But
1: that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That's basically what I'm telling you. If I know. the matchup is there, it, it's something to think about. I'm not necessarily you saying got, all out. You got two go guys start this guy. Go
0: start. Relative,
1: go start oh, Matt Barkley because he's going up against San Fran this week.
0: Right. You've um, got two guys you know, that are
2: good. And they both, you know, one has a bad matchup, one has a good matchup, fine. Yeah, okay. then you're good. But yeah, you're not starting Matt Barkley because he's playing a no. cr- crummy team over Drew Brees. Look, if he scores more points than Drew Brees, fine. You're going to live with it. But you will absolutely hate yourself if you bench Drew Brees and he just goes off. It's the worst feeling in the world. It really is. You're like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm so dumb. Why, would I, why did I do that? You can't go. Oh, I'm so dumb. I didn't. How did I not pick Matt Barkley over Drew Brees? You're just gonna go. Well, okay, it happens. It's the NFL. You know, you just kind of, you just kind of throw up your hands and go. Who knew? I mean, who the hell would have picked Kaepernick to be the number one quarterback last week? Come on.
1: I certainly sure, you know? oh, didn't. I dropped him for freaking. Dropped Carson him in our, in our league, and it cost me the damn win against the worst team in the effing league. So Good tell me how happy one. I am about that.
2: I almost texted you and told you to pick back up Kaepernick, but oh well. Well, thanks for I that. I didn't. I didn't. Well, you also did it on a Sunday morning, I think. So I couldn't uh, anyway. You did it pretty late. Yeah. I, I yeah, yeah, I did. I was thinking about doing it
1: earlier, and then the reason I didn't is because I was trying to pick up another tight end because I, I wasn't excited about – Martellus Bennett. Um,
2: because you didn't have three on your roster?
1: No, I did have three on my roster. I had Jack Doyle, <laughs> Martellus
2: Bennett, and Rudolph <laughs> and it wouldn't let me do like, it because somehow both you have had Rudolph a good record and Doyle, tight ends on your roster all year. I have no idea how you've done it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm but, in third place, so I know, but, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand. <laughs> you have three tight ends on your roster all year long, and I'm like, how is this happening? Anyway, we need to move on. Man. The rest of my um, team
1: is that dominant. How about that? It is. How you about that? You got David how Johnson.
2: You've got David Johnson. That's 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 how I it's had happened. David Johnson. He was a oh. first
1: round pick in, in our league and he was a uh, and I had Jordy Nelson as a second round pick.
2: And in my yeah. league,
1: David Johnson was a 10th round pick and Jordy Nelson was a
2: 15th round pick. Thanks to my team. Oh, rules. Your, your keeper rules, yeah. All right. Anyway, we need to move on. Some week 12 Headline recaps, whatever you want to call it. Uh, a couple of quick things here. You know, I knew we kind of spent a lot of time on the opening, so I, I just wanted to put some quick things down. But you know, we, we've got the emergence of some new kind of upside receivers, and you know, I, I mean, I know we just talked about you know guys that you know you need to not maybe hold on to some of these guys going in to the playoffs because you know you need to get your handcuffs and things like that but as a receiver position I feel like it's different like every year we kind of see some you know these guys kind of pop out at the very end of the season and they just carry teams you know it, it just seems like it always happens um and and these guys could possibly be it you know a couple of them I'm mentioning here is going to be Tyreek Hill we've actually talked about this guy a couple of weeks in a row now he's He's a monster. I don't know how Kansas City wasn't using him earlier. They need to just like stop throwing to Macklin apparently because he's he's it. This is the guy. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, and
1: and well, Macklin has been
2: injured. It Doesn't matter. You know. He's been good even with Macklin there. Oh yeah. So I agree. Um, Marquise Wilson. This was like the forgotten man in Chicago. Um, he was he was good you know a couple of games i think last year and then he's been injured and he got buried in the depth chart and then Cam Meredith came along and and then i mean i'll be honest i completely forgot about the guy and he came back from injury this past week 11 targets with Matt Barkley 11 he had That's like amazing. eight catches for over 120 yards and a touchdown yeah. and he should have had like three touchdowns he dropped two of them
0: just He, he how good came good of nowhere. I? I mean,
1: I remember him from last year. I was like, all these people were talking about him on Monday. I'm like, who is Marquise Wilson? What is this guy? And I was like, oh, that's right.
0: Yeah, I, remember, I
1: mean, because I, I picked him up last year and rode him for a while, and then I think I, I had to dump him when he got injured, and I'm just like, wow, all right. But yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I,
0: but,
1: I, I was hoping he was going to pass through waivers, but he didn't, obviously.
2: No, I went out and, you know, I I put bids on almost all of these guys. Um, My favorite target, though, is Malcolm Mitchell. And I'm reluctant, and I'm I'm nervous about making this my favorite, but I I think, I still think he is. I'm reluctant because it's New England, and any given day, they just go, but we're not going to throw that guy the ball at all. And it just happens all the time. And they've got a ton of people to throw the ball to. But what they're missing, you think about the guys they throw the ball to. Amendola, little slot guy. Chris Hogan, little slot guy. Edelman, little slot guy. Malcolm Mitchell is the only, like, outside tall presence they have outside of, like, Gronk, who's... Really hurt right now. I mean, this guy is not good, not healthy right now. So he, he's Malcolm like Mitchell called off
1: him. some charity thing or something. Maybe not charity, but he can like barely I, I heard that on right right the now radio on the too. Hearing. So it's it's not he good. He had some some event that he was supposed to be at and he couldn't go. Like yeah. he he's so, not in a good place.
2: No, I'm I'm actually like really worried about Gronk. So. Malcolm Mitchell is my favorite guy this week to pick up and, and think he could be a, a real weapon to use in the playoffs. Um, I want to give it one more week to see what happens with him, but I think he's a good like, pick-up-and-stash guy that you might be able to you know, slide into your wide receiver three or even flex spot if if he has one more good week. You can have a little more faith in him. Uh and the last guy here and, and I don't really know what to think about this guy but Taylor Gabriel of Atlanta I mean the guy's obviously a burner he just he just catches the ball a yard away from the line of scrimmage and just takes off and runs by everybody I
0: don't know he's been, how he's many... been
2: a monster though the last 4 he weeks has.
0: he has but can been you really a,
1: trust up on the radar before that but he's got 3 catches 5 catches 1 catch
2: and four catches. A, exactly. Like, four I don't games. know if you can trust this. And, and by fun. the way, I know, totally off-topic, Virginia Tech just went up on Michigan 68-7 to 7 after, like, a 15-2 run, dude. This was awesome. They're at so, Michigan, what, what too. channel? What
1: channel is this game on?
2: ESPN oh, 2. Why am I watching this? There's, like, Are a minute 30 count? left. This is awesome. Oh, anyway, is. But yeah, so Taylor Gabriel – um, I I don't know, like, I put a bid in for him, but he was my last bid out of all of these guys. Uh, I just, I have a hard time trusting that. You know, like, Julio is obviously the man there. Sanu is okay. There's Coleman, there's Freeman, and there's Gabriel. Like, that's a lot of people to be passing the ball to and handing the ball off to. Obviously, he's going to get his, like, you know he's gonna get his four or five targets a game. It seems like they're just gonna do little screen passes to him, and he's fast, and maybe he'll take one back. But I, I hate, I hate relying on that. Like you're banking on that one big play, you know. And if he, he doesn't give it to you, it it's was. like a, it's like, that's a, it's like what a zero. His
1: play was oh, two
2: I know. weeks ago in Philly. One yeah. catch,
1: seventy-six yard touchdown, thirteen
2: and a half points. Exactly. I mean, so it, that's, if you don't well, get that's, it, that's you're basically getting you guys, nothing so. from him. So that's, that's hard for me to trust. Like, I don't think I'm going to be picking him up and in the playoffs going, I'm going to win with this guy. But look at his it's... matchups. Look at the matchups he's got. Kansas City
1: this week. He's at L.A. next week, back home against San Fran, and then away at Carolina in championship week.
2: So that's I mean, going to be
1: borderline tough. But I
2: don't, Kansas I mean, City's not as great as you think. Like they, really like... sucks against the pass. Are you kidding? Oh yeah, 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 okay. I thought you were saying they were good. I was like, what are you talking about? Like they oh, were No, no, no. i saying look at ma- I'm saying look at
1: his matchups. Go out and get this guy. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I went out and yeah.
2: got him in both leagues. But I, I don't know if I can start early. him though. That's my thing. Like, I guess get him, but and, and maybe if a couple of guys get hurt, like, sure, but who are you starting him well, over on your team?
1: right now I'm starting him over Crabtree, Moncrief. Oh. And Richard Matthews is, is on by, but I I'm oh. debating on picking up Malcolm a Mitchell. Crab,
2: you're starting him over Crabtree and Moncrief?
0: You're all well, crab.
1: I, I you I'm are not crab. Dude, I have I have Five potential positions I can play receivers at in my league. Three receivers and two flex spots. And I have Antonio Brown, Jordy Nelson, Gabriel as my wide receivers, and both my flex spots I have Michael Thomas and Sammy Watkins. I'm absolutely stacked. It's a very disgusting situation. Why are you
0: playing Gabriel?
2: You're playing Crabtree and Moncrief. You're sitting Watkins and you're sitting Gabriel. You're on crack. You do the not say... Matchup,
1: the matchups you're, do not call for that.
2: I don't care. You're relying on... Um, you're relying between Watkins and Gabriel. You're getting a total well, of
0: Watkins a target. Was
1: is a is a toss-up. I threw him in Monday, I guess, Who's when I set my player? lineup.
2: And why are you worried about this?
1: Who am I playing? I need to win this more? week. I
2: I I got back
1: into first They're place. They're playing
0: the Bills, dude? Oakland? Why are you Oakland. sitting Oh, tree? Oakland's
1: playing the Bills. Crabtree. Yeah, Crabtree is playing the Bills. Oakland is a better matchup for Watkins than Crabtree is against Buffalo. Uh. Of, both of them are questionable right now, so we'll see which one plays. But,
2: but Crab but if Crabtree plays, he's gonna play. If Watkins plays, okay. he's gonna be on a snap count like he was last week. And the only reason why he had yeah. even a decent week is because he caught one deep pass. I don't want to rely on that. Anyway, we no, have to stop line. I'm gonna
1: put I'm plugging Crabtree back into my lineup. Oh. I'm I set this before Watkins decided to be questionable, and and Crab was, I think.
0: And then my God, Moncrief!
2: The Colts are getting the Jets, dude. Like, why are you sitting, Moncrief? You know Andrew Luck's gonna play, right?
1: Yeah, no, I know he's playing. I just didn't, I didn't figure out what I was doing with Moncrief. Yeah,
0: uh, I mean Michael okay. Thomas
1: has a tough matchup in Detroit. Oh, he doesn't. But Detroit and against eight. receivers? The they Detroit? are, yeah. They've given up 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. No, they've given up 11 touchdowns. But they've only the, given up, the last two weeks they've been pretty stout.
2: Detroit against receivers are not good. We need to, you need to just play Minecraft. Who might be Mon a receiver pre- one? No, pre- no, no, that's Michael Taylor or Michael Thomas. Michael sorry. Thomas, sorry, you need to play Michael Thomas, oh. who's been an absolute oh, beast yeah. the last I'm, like. three I'm absolutely <laughs> playing him. Anyway, we need to move on. Um yeah, we're not. The good. other, so the other thing I just kind of wanted to throw out there, which was kind of a big surprise, and it's one of those like, what are you gonna do? A um, couple of young quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks that got their you know time in the light in in the lights here. Uh, Jared Goff had a pretty. Decent week, man. Uh, Sixteen fantasy points. Uh, granted, it was the Saints, which just means you're starting anybody against the Saints, apparently. Because <laughs> <laughs> my God, yeah. Um, and then Matt Barkley, man. Like, hey, I thought for sure Tennessee was going to be the defensive pick of the week, and Barkley threw three touchdowns and like 300 yards against him. I'm like, man, yep. it was crazy. Um, Twenty fantasy points, so. There you go. Just to go to show anything can happen in the NFL. Uh even crummy quarterbacks like Jared Goff and Mac Barkley can have good days. Um so moving on here to some injuries. We've already talked about a few of these. Uh these are more just like kind of updates to injuries. I don't there's a bunch of them that got kind of thrown around on like people are not like not practicing today, but I, I feel like they're not really in danger of missing time. I don't really even think a lot of the people that I'm going to mention this week are in danger of missing time, uh, except for like one or two of them. But, you know, Derek Carr dislocated his finger in two places last week, and then he came back in the game with a glove on and he finished. I have no idea how he does that. And he was awesome to finish the game too. So, uh, and I just read that he practiced today. So it sounds like he's going to play. Uh, We mentioned Andrew Luck. Uh, he's still in the concussion protocol, but all signs are pointing to him playing. The tough part about that is I think, don't they play on Monday?
0: Yeah, they're Monday um, night.
2: So that that's going to be a tough one. Like if he's not cleared by Saturday, I think you might have to go in a different direction. You know, same same with a receiver on that team, T. By Hilton, a back injury. He got absolutely destroyed on a play, a deep pass down the middle. I don't know if you saw that. Were you watching the Pittsburgh game? No, I missed that one. He got absolutely crushed. And um it's it, he he came out of the game and they went to the halftime and he came back in for um for like one play, caught a pass, went out of bounds and just like just threw up the white flag. It was like, I'm done. And he had like ice packs all on his back and he didn't practice on Monday. I don't know if he practiced today. I haven't, the injury updates come out kind of late on Wednesdays and, and I can't, yeah. I can't look at them before the show sometimes. So I didn't get to see if he practiced today, but he's another one of those, you know, they play, they play Monday. So you might have to figure it out beforehand. Um, with the receiver well, to sit. You know, if he's
1: not playing, and it's not out by Sunday, then Moncrief sits. <laughs> Even though that's he had L- a touchdown with Holby.
0: Then Moncrief
2: sits. Why would you sit Moncrief if? Oh, you mean if Luck? If, if Luck sits, sorry, sorry. Oh right, yeah, maybe. Although I mean, it's exactly what he I said last touchdown. week. Exactly what I said last week. What were what were his stats on Monday night? Um, Tolzien, he threw for 205 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. It wasn't a terrible game, really. It wasn't no, terrible. It was um, And it could have been way more had the Colts not had the worst red zone play calling from the two-yard line I've ever seen in my life. Um, not to mention that I'm really pissed at them for not kicking at least one field goal because I lost one of my leagues that I had Adam Vinatieri in, by like yep. .6. Point oh. .6. And he, all I mm. got from Vinatieri was one stinking point. One point. And they were in the red zone yeah, that was, three times. That was, that was awful. Anyway, um, anyway, moving on. Uh, Stefan Diggs, I think he's practicing, so he's looking like he's going to be playing – Game time decision, though, they at least play tomorrow night, so you'll know really early if he doesn't play. I like uh, Adam Thielen again or, yeah. you know, whoever else you've got on your bench, just plug him in. Uh, Tyro Williams, he's got a shoulder injury, but I think he's he's playing. And Virginia Tech comes out of Michigan with a win, stealing it. Nice. Stealing a Big Ten win, wow. baby. That's yeah. hey, go hockey. That's huge. That is a big win, man.
0: They ranked, should
1: be undefeated, by the way. I know this is off topic of our oh, podcast, I know. they
0: lost by like they, what, two they points blew right that
1: game the other night. I, I couldn't believe that. I was watching that.
2: They're um, a good team, man. Watch out for the ACC. Watch out for uh, Virginia Tech in this ACC. Um, yeah, but anyway, nice so
0: right.
2: I know there's a bunch of other. I know there's a bunch of other like wide receiver injuries. You know, people just like not practicing, but. I don't really feel like anything that it's not n- new news, but it's you know, so whatever. For running backs, like honestly, the only guy that is really worthy of talking about is David Johnson. He's got, I think he's got a finger like dislocation or something, but all signs are pointing to him playing too. But just something to keep an eye on. Uh, I think he's not. He's
1: pretty, not even on the injury report anymore.
2: He's not. Okay, so there you go. He's already, he's already off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. I mean, this, this, was honestly, like, really not a lot in the running back department that we don't already know about. You know, it's just, yeah. I don't want to harp on old news. For tight ends, this is the big one. These are the big ones. Gronk, as we start, you know, he didn't, he played last week after having the lung injury, and then he got knocked out with the back thing. Apparently, he had trouble, like, even standing up in the locker room and, like, walking. And, like, you said, he Ugh. He didn't go to his scheduled like charity event or something, so yeah. this is bad news because for Gronk. Get- man. And Bennett's banged up too, which makes me love Malcolm Mitchell even more. Um, because both of those guys miss, Malcolm Mitchell going to be it. Uh, so, I, I'm, I'm afraid of. I'm afraid Gronk's probably going to miss. Like that's that'd be my guess. He's um, not. He, there's
1: no way he's playing this week. I don't hey, see I it just, happening. If you can't walk, in, I don't, and say, hey, I don't you know if he's gonna Well, yeah. Unless you, I mean, that'd be a whole miracle turnaround. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, mean is in the back I, of I mean, as even,
2: healer in the world, as we've, don't, <laughs> as we've come to know. Yeah,
1: I don't like. I don't like Bennett this week either. He's
2: been absolute garbage the past two weeks. Like I said, one well, he, he and he's banged up. Uh, he's I remember banged up, here. So I, he has know, an ankle I on was a shoulder he didn't Yeah, ankle on a shoulder. He didn't practice today, yeah. so but
0: it's then, it's going like, to be
2: good. Did you mention another guy here? Jordan Reed. Yeah, not yet. So separated oh, okay. shoulder. He came back in the game on Thursday and he was a he was a beast, dude. He was yeah, so good, but. He's not practicing, you know, once you once you, let it sit for the night, you know, it starts swelling up, it does whatever. So, uh, he's looking really iffy for Week 13, which makes you like Vernon Davis, I guess. But um, it is Arizona, I don't like Vernon Davis this week. No, and, not and this
1: week. I mean, I think, I think if if Reed doesn't play, I think Davis can still get you know, four, maybe five catches. But Arizona is absolutely staunch against Titan for whatever oh, yeah, no, they're, you they're know reason. The they, they
2: they are the best, I think. Um uh D V O A they're number four, but yeah, I mean they might be against fantasy points against Baltimore's number one and with D V O A and that's what I or, use. Yeah, yeah. But okay. still It's it's not a good matchup for Reed. It's really not even a good, or it's not a good matchup for Davis. It's really not even a good matchup for Reed, but Reed seems to be kind of matchup proof. Uh, So
0: for what it's worth.
1: He typically is. Um, I mean, I I just feel like, yeah, if Davis is out there, I mean, I I don't know what to think about Davis. He he was having a nice little campaign going for, you know, in the past, what, four, you know, four, four weeks in a row since week six, he really kind of caught on and and week six to week 10, he was good. And that was with Reed playing, you know, he was still finding a way to get, you know, 50, 60, 93 yards. He had Cincy, you know, he caught two touchdowns, picked them up in our other league against Green Bay. He got nothing, absolute nothing.
0: Yeah, he's been kind of know, out.
1: so out. That, that, team, that team of mine with my coworkers is the, the graveyard of tight ends. So that's probably why he got zero points, because we picked him up. And then he came back out against Dallas, and he had a pretty solid game. Um, I mean, I, I do think, yeah, on, on ESPN, they're showing Arizona as one. Against tight ends, so which is huge.
2: Yeah, I mean DVOA is a little different. It's kind of an analytical look at things. It kind of like balances the schedule a little bit. Um, yeah, so it, it's a little bit different. You had to, to read about it, but I I like using it. I think it's more, I think it's more of an accurate look at how good the defense really is against tight ends as overall, as compared to how good they've been against tight ends with their schedule. Because you could just play a bunch of crummy tight ends and be number one. And it's kind of like, like in the beginning of the season when everybody was like, Oh, green Bay's run defense is so good. And then yeah. it was like, you started looking at it, you know, like they haven't played anybody. And, but DVOA kind of like balanced that in and showed that they weren't the number one run defense. So mm-hmm. I, I like it. Um, it's, it's football outsiders. So if you haven't looked at it before, definitely uh, go there and, and check it out. It's a, it's a huge tool to use. Um, but, yeah, so it, it's going to be tough. And, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll just I'll just go right to, like, a pickup for tight end. You know, if if either one of these guys misses, there's not really a lot out there. You know, we've talked about the tight ends kind of been a mishmash of crap all year long, it seems like. Like, yeah. hit or miss, real big. Like, you can miss real easily on tight ends. And um, a guy that kind of is just floating out there, you know, especially – if you've got a, you know one of these injured guys or you've got a Doyle or you've got a, a, a James or if you've got Delaney Walker who's on a bye. We have two byes this week, by the way, everybody. NFL, yeah. how the hell did you do this scheduling? I don't understand. I've never seen byes this late into the season. Um, there, especially yeah, when they, this they, season. they have had a bye. Like what? They um, had to
1: have had the byes this late before because I don't remember. Unless they did it on Thanksgiving week, but I don't think that they do. I feel like Thanksgiving week, there was all, all teams played because of the three games on Thanksgiving that they have now. and
0: haven't Maybe. Had for I, this seems five weird.
1: It, it is weird because it's the the last week of the regular season, and you're like, oh, crap, I still have people out. Like, great, Terrell Fire's gone.
2: No, uh, last know, year. Everybody from I Tennessee. Last year, bye weeks ended on week 11.
1: Oh, they must have had, so then they, they ended before Thanksgiving before, week. Um,
2: before, we ended week 12 in 2014. So I don't know if week 12 was Thanksgiving week. The same thing week for week 13 draft. for 2013. So, yeah, this is really yeah. weird to have this, like, oh, we don't have by weeks. We don't have a bye week, and now we're going to have one with two teams. But it's because, it's because they did. Two
1: teams this week, and there was somewhere else along the season where they did two teams either once or
2: twice, and we already talked about that, so I don't want yeah. to get back into that. Cause yeah, it's just
0: sort of totally me off. Yeah. But
2: anyway, but, the tight end, the tight end that I'm I'm recommending this week to go pick up, if you're really desperate, by the way, this is not a hey, this guy's good. This is a you're desperate. He's been okay the last couple of weeks. Is Gresham from Arizona? Surprisingly, been a red zone target for Palmer. Nobody else on that receiving core except for Larry Fitzgerald seems to be any good right now. I have no idea what's happening. Um, so he seems to be looking his way and he's been useful. He's been better than a lot of guys that you're probably streaming. And so why not? I had to pick him up. I owned Barnage and Walker in one of my leagues. I said, oh. screw it. and went out and got, <laughs> and got Gresham. I knew. I had And actually this been... is where I am. <laughs> I had actually been stashing Doyle all year long. And I was like, Doyle sucks. So uh-huh. I dropped Doyle and picked up Gresham this week. I was like, That's whatever. A huh? I said, a Doyle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, not a lot of good pickups this week, honestly, um, except for the wide receivers. Uh, you know, maybe a stash guy is Charles Sims. Uh, he's not going to play this week, but they're looking maybe next week. So he could be that like kind of handcuff pick up and he's actually so am i useful even when martin is healthy too but um that's just kind of a, a, a more of a stash pickup to me and then quarterbacks man i don't know how many times i need to say it colin kaepernick pick this dude up he yeah. is going to finish the season the rest of the way as a top 10 quarterback he already has been a top 10 quarterback since he has started It's crazy how good he is in the Chip Kelly offense with a really bad team around him runs for a ton of yards and he'll throw for 200 and like two touchdowns every game. It's crazy. Um, So that's all I've got. I don't know if you've got any like extra guys that you want to throw in here, but there weren't really a lot, honestly. Pick up I mean, tight end, you know, Kobe Fleener was out
1: there a little bit but we've seen what Mm -hmm. he's done this year and I actually got him on waivers and I think I just dropped him for Andre Ellington because you convinced me but um, Uh, he's got got a great he's he's got got a great matchup he's got a great matchup against Detroit but I
0: I I just
1: don't like him he sucks the guy, I mean, he had one great week this year,
0: two and, good
1: weeks, and he couldn't and he couldn't repeat it against that team. And we talked about that last week. He was, yep. you know, riding high against um, what Carolina uh, after the first meeting, and it was like, all right, let's let's go back to this well and try it again. Nothing. I mean, I don't know if if Drew Brees just doesn't
0: trust him,
1: if he's just, you know, a bad locker room guy. I don't know what it is. I mean, I don't feel like he was this bad in Indy. I, I mean, he wasn't great in Indy. He wasn't consistent. Just... No. But I feel like he played better in Indy. And and New, England, or I'm sorry, New Orleans, I, I talked about it last week. I mean, you had Jimmy Graham, who was an absolute monster there. He leaves and they bring in Ben Watson and he, you know, has a huge year or two there. So, you know, I I don't know, I don't get it. But if you're if you're really desperate, you could go for him. Like I said, you you know, if you're a read owner and there's nothing else out there but Bernard Davis and you want to you know try to cash in on that, okay. But it's a horrible matchup. Um, Eric Ebron might be out there. No, doubtful. That's not out there.
0: Dude, what league are you
1: playing in if you guys are out there? He was dropped in my other league, so I
2: don't know. That's because you you guys don't need to start tight ends, isn't it? No, we have tight ends. What league are you taking of?
0: I have, I have no league you where have, I don't, start don't you a have a league end. where
2: like you don't have to set it or am I talking about somebody else? I know somebody who has like a wide receiver tight end spot and it's like why would you ever draft a tight end except for like Gronk and Reed and Olsen? I, I had
1: that. I used to have yeah. that and then I just changed it to a regular flex. Oh, okay. Because it's so a I'm ten team totally league and, and there's up. a you ton mean, of, you of like totally made
2: on. it up. You just switched it on me. I didn't know you did that.
1: But Oh anyway. yeah, 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 no, yeah, I switched it to just a standard flex this year.
2: I was like, and then you added a tight end. So I added, had I end. added a receiver position, and took away my running yeah, back receiver flag. Seventy-six percent owned in ESPN leagues. He's not, he's not in available yeah, in most. So off no, off. don't even worry about him. Uh, anyway, let's right.
0: let's get this rolling here. Finish
2: up here with week thirteen stuff. Um, I'll start off here. You don't want me to rip through all of mine, and then you can go with yours.
1: Yeah, rip rip through yours. Give a little bit of. On them so I can plug mine
2: in. Yeah, I know. I know you were struggling today with with work, so I'll give you a minute here to to fill yours in. So, my best fantasy game Lions and Saints. I feel like that was like the gimme game. Like in DFS, I feel like I just want to start everybody from this game, and I might do it. I might just plug in a lineup where there's nothing but Lions and Saints players. So, um, don't be don't be surprised if you see one of those out there. I'll let you know how it goes next week. Um, my worst fantasy game: Dolphins at Ravens. Neither one of these offenses are very good. Honestly, I think the Dolphins have a better offense, um, but the Ravens defense is so damn good that I don't want to have anything to do with anybody from the from the Dolphins, and you'll and you'll see that a little bit later. Um, so, sleepers, I'm going. Quarterback, I went a little farther down. Like I was looking at like Jameis Winston because he was cause he was ranked kind of around like fourteen, fifteen, maybe sixteen. I forget what it was today on Fantasy Pros, but I feel like that's kind of owned or under under ranked. But Alex Smith is mine. He he gets a, a pretty tasty matchup this week. Um, I'm blanking on who it is now for some reason, but. Um, Who's of uh, Smith? Alex Smith. Oh, he's at Atlanta. at Atlanta. Yeah, at Atlanta. I mean, look, Alex Smith isn't going to be—you know—he's going—he isn't going to set the world on fire. We all know this, uh, but he could be useful, you know, in the right—in the right situation, you know. If you're—if you're missing a Marcus Mariota this week, maybe you've got to go out and get a quarterback. Alex Smith is likely out there in most leagues, so you can go get this guy and plug him in. And this is like – that's like the perfect scenario. You've got your star quarterback on by. You go out on the waiver wire, and you've got somebody playing Atlanta or like New Orleans who is capable of putting up decent points. So go out and get them. Yeah. My my sleeper running back, Deion Lewis. I just kind of feel like nobody's really paying attention to the fact that Deion Lewis is – getting more and more work every week and he officially got more work than James white last week. So, and Blunt's getting less work the last couple of weeks now too. So Deion Lewis is getting more and more involved with his offense yet. He's still ranked like near 40 at fantasy pros. Uh, I feel wow. like it's really underranked. So Deion Lewis is my, is my sleeper running back for the week. Um, and my sleeper receiver is Anquan Bolden. Again, I love that I love that Lions Saints game, and Marvin Jones seems to be trash now. So Bolden was the guy to own on Thursday, even. So, um, I I just think Bolden can can do it again. He's just he's just kind of steady, you know. And I think you know he might be due for another touchdown against this really terrible Saints secondary. Um, yeah. finish off here with finish off here with my bust. Um, my bust for the week is, is Matt Ryan. You know, they're, they're, I know Kansas City, you know, they don't have the best secondary out there, but they, they still rank number 11 in DVOA against, against the pass. So they're not slouches, but they also, you know, they, they, they're getting healthy on, on the D line and at the linebacker spot they're putting more pressure on the quarterbacks lately you've seen that and they're getting turnovers so you know Matt Ryan has kind of come back down to earth a little bit the last few weeks um so i i could see i could see a, a little bit down of a week for for Matt Ryan in in that game there um my best running back, and this is the one I alluded to earlier where I said, you know, you might see this later on, is Jay Ajayi. Uh, the Ravens are absolutely monster against the run right now, and I, I want nothing to do with, with anybody playing them. And, and even worse for Ajayi is the fact that his offensive line is just in shambles right now. They, they were missing three offensive linemen last week, and I'm mad at myself for not even not recognizing that. And I plugged Ajayi into my DFS lineup. And he did horrible, you even in the good huh. matchup. You know, yeah, San I did Francisco. Too. And mm-hmm. uh I, ah, he yeah, me. I just, I just didn't, I just wasn't thinking. I had like ten minutes on Sunday to plug in my lineups, and I did, and I just kind of went with like the the easy picks, and Ajay was one of the easy picks, it seems like. Um, but I, I forgot that he was missing, you know, Tunsil, and and I forget the other two guys' names, but three key guys on the offensive line, so. I think Tunsil might be back, but that's only one of them. So I'm I'm kind of shying away from Ajay everywhere this week, especially in a a tough matchup. And and my receiver is Larry Fitzgerald. You know, I kind of I kind of said that. um, Arizona, you know, Arizona's past defense hasn't been great, and Fitzgerald has kind of been the only guy that's been useful. Um, You know, Washington isn't isn't a a great matchup, but it's not an it's not a, they're not pushovers either. Um, uh, it, it, they're kind of just right in the middle there, um, in my opinion. Now, you know, Norman, if he, if he sticks on Fitzgerald, they do like to put Fitzgerald in the slot a lot. So I don't know, they'll move him around the field, but he's been kind of, you know, hit or miss every week. and And this, he couldn't even really get, get it done against Atlanta last week. So I, I kind of see the the decline of Fitzgerald that we see every year in the second half where he starts out, you know, really big. And then I don't know if he just starts getting tired, you know, because he is getting older or what, but um I, I could see another down game from Fitzgerald and it's, and it's more of just a, a being a product of that offense in general, it's David Johnson or nothing at this point. So um, that's what I've got. So I'll let you.
0: Yeah take over here. All right.
1: Well, let me rip through these. So, best game of the week. This one was tough for me, as you can now see on a notes page. There's three games that I really like this week, and and this is more from a DFS standpoint as far as games that I think could blow up and defenses could be, you know, minimally involved. Um, First one is New York Giants at Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, both very high powered offenses giants are are crushing it right now at eight three sealers are a little farther back at six and five, but they're three and two at home and the giants are three and and two away. So I think this is a very intriguing matchup. Um, I mean, the over under alone is at 48. I, I could see this going over. Um, so definitely look for everybody in that game, uh, aside from the defenses. Um, the next game I have is Tampa Bay at San Diego. I, again, I just think that, you know, Tampa Bay has been on a roll. Um, they are actually 4-1 and one away uh, while the Chargers are 3-2 and two at home. So Chargers coming off a big win last week. Um, I, I think this will be interesting. Buffalo at Oakland is my third one. Um, You know, let's just see what what they can do. I think, you know, Buffalo's got a lot to play for. Oakland is trying to play for the top seed. Um, You know, again, both have somewhat – I mean, Oakland doesn't have a great defense, but they put up a lot of points. So, see how that works. Um, My worst game is – and it hurts me to say it. Is Philly at Cincy? Um, hmm, I mean,
2: I thought about that. One.
1: Philly, Philly's offense just is not that great. I mean, Wentz has yeah. definitely come down to earth. Um, I thought he was going to have a much better game last week. He didn't have a terrible game,
2: but I, mean, I think Wentz has called. I think it's more yeah, on I mean, on the receivers, man. The receivers are bad on that team. They're terrible. They they need to go out and get
1: a, a big name receiver. This year, but with with my luck, they'll probably go out and like get Larry Fitzgerald somehow, who you just talked about. So <laughs>
0: um,
1: that would make sense. So that game, I mean, since he's just banged up all over the place, you know, Hill could, you know, Philly's still got a good run defense, so Hill, I don't see a lot out of him. Um, you know, Boyd and and LaFell are, you know average to above average at best. So, you know, Dalton's good. And and Philly just, they're terrible on the road. So I I think this is just going to be a crappy slug theft, similar to what Cincy had at Baltimore last week. Uh, My sleepers for this week, again, I I already mentioned Buffalo at Oakland, so I like Tyrod as my quarterback. Um, I think it's a great matchup for him. And, um, I mean, if he can get out into the flat and get some rushing yards, he's going to help you there, too, like he has been all season. Um, I really like uh, Jordan Howard for my running back. Um, I mean, San Fran has been the worst against the run all season. They did step up a little bit last week. um, But I I think that, you know, I think Chicago can – get their line moving a little better and, and Howard can uh, can get in and, and get some yardage um, and sticking with that game I really like Marquise Wilson too um, I, I, you know it was between him and Gabriel I, I do like Gabriel this week as well so if you don't want to load up on that San Fran, Fran Chicago game um, you know point towards Gabriel my quarterback bust is going to be Cousins um I, you know, Arizona is a tough defense. We already talked about, you know, how tough they are against the tight end. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good receivers on Washington that, that he can throw the ball to. but I don't think Arizona's let up a 300 yard passer all year. So I, I think, you know, temper, temper expectations on, uh, on cousins this year, or sorry, this year, this week. Um, and uh, you know, just keep that in mind. They um, have
2: actually—that is a great stat pool, there, dude. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs>
1: running back. <laughs> Found the knowledge here, people. Found the knowledge. Uh, running back. <laughs> I guess I'm I going with. Well. Uh, I'm going with LeGarrette Blount. I, I mean, he's been their workhorse all year. You said yourself, you like Dion Lewis. Um, I think they're starting to get him a little bit more involved, you know, mm-hmm. each week that he's been back now. And and they're starting to give him some carries, whereas James White is not getting carries. Uh, I think the two of them are still kind of splitting the passing, but Blunt's a run- one, one-trick pony for rushing, that's it. And he's a beast when he's good, but he's got a tough matchup, you know, going against L.A. Um, and uh, my receiver, who we've talked about, before week in and week out is DeAndre Hopkins. I I, I don't know. I just, I mean, he's, I've kind of written him off at this point. Um, I thought there was going to be a Hopkins a little
2: bit this week. I don't know. The matchup just screams, like, if he's going to do anything, dude, it's got to be this week, right? I mean, matchup's so good. I don't have him, like, top, like, wide receiver one, but I have him, like, starting tight, like, wide receiving territory.
1: But no, I I just I I mean you would think going against Green Bay that yeah it's a great matchup but
2: Green Bay's secondary is so bad
1: they so they are bad. but you know so here again time. we thought two weeks ago against Oakland was going to be a great week for him to to get going and mm-hmm. I, I mean he has trended upwards since week eight. Um, mm-hmm. You know, at least the points I'm looking at: four for forty-four, five for forty-eight, five for fifty-eight, five for seventy. So he he's working his way up. But the problem is that Brock Osweiler is not a good quarterback.
2: No, he's not.
1: He's dealt with either. that before and succeeded, but for whatever reason, he's dealing with it now and he can't succeed. So um, that's 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 my players.
2: Cool, cool. Well, we've got one Twitter question this week. I'm, I'm guessing with the playoff they're losing interest because we are either out of it or whatnot, so hopefully it wasn't our fault. <laughs> uh, the Twitter question this week came from, and it's really funny, this guy's this guy's logo is the and when you hear the name so it's A-N-H and then it's Two one two one two one two one, but its logo is the Arm and Hammer logo, so A N H. I don't know why it is, but it just cracks me up. Like, why would you pick that? And the fact that like made his whole name, I don't know. This is weird. Anyway, it was a pretty simple question: Stafford or Kaepernick this week. I mean,
1: I I gotta go with Kaepernick honestly, I, and I'm I'm up against the same thing and. In- in our league because I have both of these guys. So I'm leaning Kaepernick. The only thing that I've heard that would change my mind is if the weather is bad in Chicago, Um, you know, maybe that game becomes a little more of a, of a run battle, but Kaepernick can still run. So.
2: Yeah. Kaepernick is going to get to the rushing yards. That's a huge boost. I'm still going Uh Stafford again. This is just me loving that game. I do have them ranked back-to-back, though. So, I mean, it's more of a coin flip to me. Uh, but yeah. if you're going to go just straight off my rankings, it's going to be Stafford by one. So, I, again, the Saints are just garbage. I mean, they'll let Golf have a good game against them. I think Stafford can figure it out. you uh, so <laughs> would think. you would hope so, uh, right? I mean, maybe he'll <laughs> throw more than one touchdown for once in the last yeah, five weeks. Maybe. Um, maybe. So, that's all I've got. Um... You want to add I'm, anything? Yeah, one one quick thing.
1: So I was listening to um, Sirius yesterday, and uh, it was the, the the John Henson show with Michael Rappaport. I'm not sure
0: the exactly guru. what it's called,
1: but the Guru. Yeah. So this guy called in, and it, we've talked about ad commissioners before, and this guy's not a commissioner, but he's he's got a fab budget. And he, he was making the point where, their per their league rules, they could, you know, any player that they picked up as a free agent would be drafted, you know, from the 10th round on or some, some later round. Or no, it might have even been the last round of, of the draft or something silly. So this guy's like, well, you know, I've got the most money in my FAB budget and, uh, I'm thinking of dropping uh, Des or yeah you know, somebody else. i um, Jordy Nelson maybe. I don't I don't remember who it was. But he's like I'm thinking about dropping them and then using my fat budget to pick them back up and then be able to draft them at the last round for next year because that's how the rules go. And, it, and the guy literally said, "Is this a douche move or you know is this savvy or whatever?" Yeah. <laughs> and I immediately was like. You, sir, are king of the douches if you do that. That is the <laughs> stupidest yes. thing that I have heard, and, and you should be quick, kicked square in the fields for even thinking about this. And, and your commissioner should also be kicked square in the field if he's the one that set up this rule without the caveat of saying, don't be a douche. And drop a stud player, thinking that you're going to be allowed to draft him in the last round. That is horrible, horrible management and commissioning that I've ever seen. And I don't know which is which is the the culprit here. But
2: uh, oh man, I, I mean, I, I feel like I've been in leagues where you have that. that kind of rule in place, but like, and yeah, I guess I, I look. But I'm usually see, one to how, like. That's how
1: it is in my league.
2: I'm usually you one to like draft. find the loopholes in the rules and like figure out how to take the, if they take take advantage of them. But I'm not going to do something that almost feels like cheating. I and mean, that just feels like cheating to me. Like, that's so, ridiculous. Not to mention that players like Dez and Jordy should be undroppable at this point. So, like, how the hell are they even droppable, you know? Well,
1: that's just it. It's like, first of all, you if you don't have an undroppable list, okay, fine. Then you can go and do this stupid nonsense. But... Um, and I, again, it wasn't it wasn't Jordy. It was somebody else that was uh, maybe Julio or something. I was
0: like, dude, what, what is wrong
1: with you? Can I can I just drive to wherever the hell you are and kick you square in the head? Like, stop being an idiot. I mean, you're you're the guy that's like, hey, I've been sitting on Adrian Peterson all year, and I'm going to play him in the championship game because he's doing wind sprints now in week 13. He's coming back. <laughs> Shut up.
2: You're an idiot. You know, and it's, it's funny because I'm doing, in I'm in right? a league. You're not now. even going to
1: be in the championship. You yeah. should not be in the championship.
2: It's funny but, because I'm in a league now where I we we have a rule where you can you can only draft somebody or you can only keep one player and they have to be drafted on, and and on your team from like round 7 or and on but they, and, and, I, and I didn't realize this rule at first, but yeah, they have to be on your team the entire season. And yeah. I dropped, I dropped somebody early on. It was like, and then I like, they started playing well again. And I was like, but it wasn't like, but it wasn't somebody that you could draft in like round two. So it has to be something yeah. you could only draft later. It was a later thing. And you can't keep a free agent. So that's what it is. So I was like, if, so I asked my commission, this is the first time I've been in the league. I said, can I drop somebody that, granted, I didn't draft until, like, round 12. I said, he was around, like, 12 pickup. Can I drop him, and then can I pick him back up, and he still counts as my 12th round pick for next year? Yeah. And he goes, no, because you dropped him. And so then he becomes free agent. And I was like, well, that's kind of gay. But so now I'm thinking about it going, like, well, maybe itself. it makes sense so that you can't skirt around the issue. But at least at least I wasn't thinking, like, oh, can I drop, you know, Julio Jones and then pick him up as a free agent? It was – I'm legitimately dropped. I'm picking up somebody that I drafted. So he was somebody I drafted in round 12. Yeah. But I also so said this way, to him. I said this yeah. to him too. I was like, "What if I trade for somebody who was like a round 13 pick?" Can I keep that guy? And it was still a no. And I was like, eh, I think these need to be reviewed next year. No, that's, that's weird. That, like, that restricts what you can do. Like I had it's, so many bad players lazy. on my team. I had to keep two or three of them, so I have choices next year of who to keep.
0: It's just yeah. garbage
2: in that league. It's, it's laziness by the commissioner.
1: because it is.
2: They don't, don't want to do the
1: research
2: it. Exactly. Of,
1: hey, let me go and click on the thing that says draft recap. And scroll down through everybody's team to find this person and what round they were drafted.
0: It takes I agree. ten minutes, people. Ten I minutes. Agree.
1: I do it every year because I'm a good commissioner and I respect my managers and I agree. let them. This
2: is a free league, and rules. granted, they all they are all really competitive. It's a free league, but they're all, like they all play all season long, so I'll give them credit. But it is a free league, so it is it is a little more relaxed, and they all like. Oh yeah. It's, it's so. I'll I'll, but, I'll give them that they're they're all friend like they're all friends so like I I don't want to give them too much yeah. shit but like you know I sit there and and I I do want to like legitimately talk about talk to this guy on the off season and be like hey here are some ways I that I think you can improve the league do what you want with it but these are some things yeah you
1: can't and if it's if it's something that you jump into of this other circle of friends then yeah you're outnumbered first of all which sucks but if you go in and, and voice it out as, like, hey, I have some suggestions, this is what I've seen in some other leagues I've played in or, or whatever, like, I would phrase it that way not say, oh, well, in my league, blah, 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 because then right. you guys are going to think you're you know, a blowhard. But it, it, I'll go ahead and say that. In my league, I have it set so you can keep – anybody on your roster your your buy in of $50 gets you two keepers up to two keepers but they have to be different positions so you cannot keep two running backs two receivers whatever however if you pay $25 extra you can keep a third player of any position you want and i've had it where teams have kept two quarterbacks i've had two running backs two receivers and and you know along with another player quarterback running back receiver whatever so it works out, But the caveat is you can also pick up a free agent, and if you pick up a Tyreek Hill in, in week, you know nine, before he really blows up, and he's the guy you want to keep, your receiver pick as a free agent that was not previously drafted by any team starts in round 12, I think, um, you know, re- running backs for 10, quarterback 11, receiver 12. So that way you're getting rewarded for getting that savvy pickup and whatnot and, and keeping a guy. If you want to keep a guy that was dropped but was drafted, you follow the same rule for a keeper on your team that you already drafted yourself, he goes around It's just it's simple. It's a simple solution to this, and you don't have douchebags calling in on you know podcast shows, radio shows saying. Hey, is this a douchey move? Yes, idiot.
2: Yes, Here's it is. If you were even having to you, ask the question. You know it is. Just don't. Exactly. Do it. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. So, oh my right. god. That, that took, took cool. a lot longer than I planned, but
0: that's all right. It had to be. It had to be brought about.
1: up because this—it just really
2: grounds my gears. So. Yeah. Don't don't be that guy.
0: <laughs> don't mm-hmm. be that
2: guy. We'll leave it at that. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Good luck in week thirteen. Hope you make the playoffs. Be back next week. Um, Same time, same place. See ya. All right. Take it easy.